We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Frau Trophia, a resident of Strasbourg in modern day France, left her home on July the 14th, 1518, and started dancing. She kept going and going for hours until she finally collapsed, sweating and twitching on the ground. As if in a trance, she started dancing again the next day and the next day, seemingly unable to stop. Soon after, more people started doing the same and ultimately 400 more residents would join her. Together, they continued to dance wildly for approximately two months. There may have been as many as 100 fatalities in the end and no one is sure what made the villagers dance against their will or why the dance continued for so long. Known as the Dancing Plague of 1518, historians have been trying to solve this puzzling and tragic occurrence for centuries. Hello everyone, it's Dom and Amy and welcome to this bonus episode of Horror House True Crime and the Macabre. We hope you're having a great week so far and we want to remind you that you're fucking awesome and you're worthy and you are loved and you are amazing and we are so so glad that you're here with us today. Amy, my dear, how are you doing today? I'm very very well, thank you. I am, have not had the seven coffees that I usually have um, before we record. But I still feel like I've got a lot of energy. So that's good. I feel like that's a step in the right direction. I don't, however, feel like I've got enough energy to dance for three months. Yeah, it's uh, I, it sounds super, super interesting. And you know that it's 1518. And you know there was no science in 1518. So you just know what people are going attribute to attribute this to. I'm super, super stoked um, to cover it. So for those that are unaware, um, we are going to be doing two bonus episodes a month moving forward. We had a very good January, very good January. So we want to sort of keep that going and we want to push it further. Um, plus, at the end of the day, means more of me and Amy in your ear holes. So, Aye. you know, when it's not behind a paywall, it's on the free feed. Me and Amy in your ear holes um, more. Please stop saying You wouldn't that. want that, right? It sounds involuntary. <laughs> it sounds like we're going to force people to do it. We, we can't st- keep saying that we're going to come in people's ear holes. It's, it's just weird. I never said it. Oh, and, okay, well, that's how I heard it. Coming in people's I ear heard holes. it that way. That was, that was, and therefore other people will too. <laughs> so essentially, we just need to think of a new phrase. I mean, you can listen to us for free. We we'll, we'll, won't do anything bad to your ears. You can listen to more horrible stories in our voices and then yeah we'll just leave it there yep. no one is coming anywhere our our lovely warm british accents um who who wouldn't want that um i like that we get so, to say that we've got lovely warm uh, british accent when we record because i mean generally in my day-to-day life my accent is not considered lovely warm and british i mean it's definitely british but it's definitely not lovely and warm it's generally considered to be like skanky as fuck so Oh, sorry. Not, 
I'm, why am I apologizing for swearing? But yeah, it's nice that on this here I've a, got a lovely British this accent. This is very much a... You do have a nice accent. I, I very much like your voice. And the listeners very much like your voice as well. So hush, hush your noise. Um, don't hush your noise. I was going to say, that's the opposite <laughs> right. of what you want me to do. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speak, speaking, speaking of accents, the lovely ladies at Cryptic Soup gave us a little bit of a shout out in their newest episode today. If you haven't listened to it, please do, because they're lovely and they're amazing. But they gave us a very nice little shout out. So thank you. Thank you, ladies. It was very nice. Um, they compared me to a corduroy teddy bear, which I think is good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it as a compliment. So. Um, yeah. And they also said that we've got very nice accents as well. So thank you for that as well. But we will get you on the show, ladies, as soon as possible. When things have calmed down your end, just give us a shout and we can arrange something. And we'll we'll give you the most disgusting case that we could possibly come up with. Like, just awful. It's terrible. If not, I'll make it disgusting. Right? <laughs> I'm good at Amy that, right? Amy can make so... it disgusting. She, if there's a way, then she will do it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, if you haven't looked at our merch store yet, please do. We have many things with our logo on them. T-shirts, hoodies, stickers, etc., etc. You know the score. Um, and it's always free shipping. So wherever you live, you'll get your free shipping. So please have a look. If you want to support us, that's a great way to do it because you get some merch, you get to show off our logo. You get someone could be like, "Oh, that's a bomb ass hoodie," and you can be like, "Yeah, it's a horror house hoodie." Go and listen; they're amazing. Rate them five stars. Push them to the top of the charts and everything. That would be good. I recommended us to my Uber driver the other day. It was fun. He didn't ask for a recommendation at all. I was just like, dude, you you like podcasts? And he was like, no, not really. I was like, well, you do now. Horror house. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if he listened. (laughs) Steve, the Uber driver, if you haven't listened, I want my fucking tip back. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Do you listen to podcasts? Do you listen to podcasts? No, not really. Well, Horror House, listen to it now. <laughs> Put it on the fucking radio. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, Amy, would you like to tell the people about the other way they can support us financially? Sure. A very long time ago, many, many <laughs> years, a substance was invented or discovered, maybe invented, maybe a mixture of both, maybe it was discovered and invented, um, called coffee. Human began to consume it because it boosted their energy levels and it tasted good. Fast forward to the 2020s and myself <laughs> and Dom, more me, bless him, we enjoy consuming the beverage discovered all those years ago. And you can help us by providing us with that beverage or the money to purchase that beverage. How would you do this, you might ask? Well, let me tell you, dear listener, <laughs> you can click. On our buy me a coffee link, you can donate and give us a little bit of money, perhaps for one coffee, perhaps for two, perhaps for three if you're feeling particularly generous. And we can use those funds to fund our habit, the habit established by good humans so many, many years ago of caffeine. Please, please help us. Be our enablers. In this particular instance, it's a great thing to be. If we were taking cocaine, no, don't enable us. We're not. We just want a coffee. So enable us, give us some money, support us, and we in turn will not come in your ear holes. (laughs) 
Oh, that was that bravo. Is that all right for you? Was that, that special? Was, Thank that you. Was, Thank you so much. It was brilliant. Tune oh, in next dear. week. I'll do it in French. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. I can do it in French. If you... I'm not going to do it now, but <laughs> I can do it in hold... French. I'm not going to re-go over know, everything I've just said now. in French, but I can do it next week in French if you like. Every, I know that we're 13 minutes into this recording, but everything you just said in German, please. I don't speak German. That's a whole different thing. It's fine. Just sound aggressive and shout. That's, that's German. Buy us coffee! <laughs> Everyone in Germany has just turned off the podcast. Sorry, I'm German. I'm so sorry, German. <laughs> so sorry. Schmitterling. Oh, dear. So the dancing plague of 1518. People were just moving and grooving. For reasons unknown, or or were they reasons unknown? Hmm, interesting. Amy, are you ready to get a boogie on down to fifteen eighteen? I think so. I think I'm feeling groovy. Let's do it. Ah, uh, wonderful. So, the dancing plague, also known as dancing mania, which I think is a better name, has a weak historical record, but the stories have. Uh, that have survived provide us a glimpse of this rather extraordinary epidemic. Uh, Frau Trophea's fervent yet joyless marathon of movement set the dancing virus in motion, but soon her body would give up to extreme tiredness and she fell into a sound sleep. It is unsurprising. She's been dancing for a long time. She yeah, probably shocker. did need a good old nap. Um, to the surprise of her husband and spectators, however, this cycle continued every day regardless of how bloody and battered her feet would become. That sounds fucking hellish. Jesus. Um, but yeah, that sounds really <clears throat> shitty. Like maybe we could get this episode sponsored by, like, Dr. Shoal. Get yourself some corn pads, love, and some Dr. some blisties. <laughs> some blisties. I don't know if that's um, actually what I think it is. I think the, I think it's something to do with blisters. I'm, I'm assuming it is. Just, just on the name alone. Just on the name alone. I'm assuming yeah. it is. Blister-centric. Um, that is not a word. The multitudes that gathered to watch Trophea dance were unable to conjure a plausible explanation, leading them to speculate that it was all, guess what? It's the Middle Ages, that it was all the devil's creation. Demons! They claimed that because of... Yeah! Right? <laughs> right? It's all demons. Um, they claimed that because of her, quote, transgressions, she was powerless to fend off the devil's forces that had taken over her body. Uh, the, the the classic middle-aged notion that, oh, this happened. Yeah, it was the devil. Straight devil. It was the demon. I do you. kind of wonder, <laughs> like, what sort of movements is she doing that makes people immediately right. think that it's evil forces? <laughs> like, is she, I don't know, vulgar hip thrusting? Is she like, you know, Maybe. is she spanking the plank? I mean, what's going Maybe on she's... that instantly Maybe. their minds go fucking devil Maybe. and not, oh, it's God. Hey, look, that woman's twerking. It's definitely the devil. She's got the demon in her. 100%. Like, what kind of movements would she need to do for people to think, this woman is the chosen one? Like, she, she has been blessed by our Lord and Saviour. What kind of movement is that? I assume it's the funky chicken, but I, I have no basis in evidence of that, so don't quote me. <laughs> so, however, just as fast as some... People had condemned her. Many residents of the community started to think that Trophea's erratic behavior was also, on the flip side of the coin, the result of divine intervention. And there you have it. There you have it was God's will, that Oops. side of the coin. I jumped the gun. I'm sorry, God. 
My bad. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Big G. Sorry, Jeebus. Sorry, Jeebus. So, uh, locals in the region held to the legend of Saint Vitus, um, who was a Sicilian saint who was killed in battle in 303 AD, who was claimed to have the power to curse sinners with an uncontrollable dance craze if he became enraged. What a... Of all the things that a demon could do to make someone uh, suffer. No, dance, entertain me, (laughs) foolish mortal. Ah, the Middle Ages, what a time to be alive, honestly. I bet she drew in a huge crowd. Like, those (laughs) silver men in Covent Garden that, like, just stand still and don't do anything, those bitches pull in huge crowds. So this woman that hasn't stopped dancing for three months, she must be, like... Whatever the middle age equivalent of going viral is. Oh, oh, we've got a tank. Oh, we have. Oh. Sorry, he he's that just cool. very excited about the dance dance revolution. So he's come to join in. <laughs> Tanks like take me back to fifteen eighteen. I want to dance with everybody. He's else. already got a fucking demon in him. He doesn't need anything else. <laughs> also, I apologise uh, for the heavy breathing. Imagine... Just in case this makes it into the edit, <laughs> the heavy breathing is in fact the dog and not me. Future editing Dom, leave in heavy breathing. <laughs> leave out explanation. <laughs> Imagine being St. Vitus. Everyone else is getting their powers and they're probably really cool. You know, someone's probably getting the power to like smite somebody. Someone's probably getting the power to... Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, what other good powers would there be? Like some good ones that I can't think of right now. But there you have St. Vitus who is given the power to make people dance. I would be like, hey, you run out of good you run out of good ones? Like, what the fuck? He's got the power to throw I lightning bolts at somebody. <laughs> I've been given the power to make someone fucking dance? I don't know. It depends. Like, if the powers are specifically to punish people, then, yeah, the power to make people dance isn't that great. But if the powers are like, hey, you just get powers, and you're particularly, you know, keen on throwing parties, then the power to make people dance is incredibly useful. No, that's true. Every party you ever I, had I know would be as well. absolutely banging. I, I know as well that that Saint Vitus, he would use this power at the most inopportune times because he would be a dick about it. Funerals. <laughs> he, would, he would do it like funerals. If you really need to shit, but he's like, no, you got to dance for no, the next no, no. six hours. <laughs> like... <laughs> absolutely. That's when I would use it. Right? I'd be such a bell end with it, honestly. So, you know, like in restaurants where there's someone complaining just for the sake of complaining and they're like having a proper moan at a waitress, oh, they're being absolute dick. Yeah. You could just go along and be like, and now you're going to yeah. dance. I would love that. I'd be so petty <laughs> if I had that power. Oh, 100%. Uh, so, this is where I make my, my, my first mispronunciation of many. Uh, Trophia was right. taken to a shrine in the Vosges, Vosges mountain. Yeah. After experiencing several days sure. of nonstop dancing without any explanation for her inexplicable impulse, um, this may have been done as a gesture of atonement for her alleged uh, misdeeds. Don't know what these alleged misdeeds are. But apparently she's yeah. She apparently that's she's a good point. For some reason, I wonder what kind of <laughs> sin you what have to do alleged? to be condemned to dance. Hey, oi, you! <laughs> you're fucking boring. You are boring as sin. Now you're gonna dance. 
<laughs> you know, it's something like super. She she put the lid on to the jam jar too tight. You know, it's something like that. And now she's just being cursed to dance. Yeah, although I suspect because she's a woman, it's probably something along the lines of I don't know, or flashing a wrist at a man a or something. <laughs> you you fucking whore! Yeah. How dare you? How dare you have breasts? Now shake that booty. <laughs> you showed him your ankle. We can't we can't tolerate this behavior in fifteen eighteen. However, the craze, uh, despite this, would continue unabated, and the city would be quickly overrun by the dancing epidemic. It was said that 30 individuals swiftly replaced her and started dancing in public spaces and private residences with, quote, mindless intensity, utterly unable to stop themselves. Um, At the height of the dance outbreak, sources claim that as many as 400 people started dancing in the streets. Uh, For about two months, the turmoil persisted, leading individuals to faint and occasionally die from heart attack, strokes and exhaustion. Similar incidents are alleged to have taken place throughout the medieval period, particularly in Kolbik, Saxony, I think. That might be wrong. A lot of these are probably wrong, but I'm just going to carry on. Um, (laughs) We move. Uh, In the 11th century, where they were... Guess what they were attributed to, Amy? Guess what? You're going to be so shocked. So shocked. Um, I'll take the devil for $100, please, Dom. Yes. Um, it was indeed attributed to demonic possession or divine judgment and nothing else. There was no middle ground. Those are your two options. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, I mean, there's obviously some sort of scientific explanation and not that I'm saying I know what this feels like or anything, but they were probably off their nut on something that they didn't realize was going to get them off their nut. So that would be my guess in this day and age. But back then, you don't know about the effects of that kind of thing. You don't know about like mass hysteria or anything scientific. So if your whole day to day is spent fearing the big true. man in the sky, then obviously you're going to think, oh, fuck, yeah, possessed again. Bloody hell. Come on, yeah. Sandra, chill out. Fuck's sake, Sandra. <laughs> this is the 10th time this <laughs> week. Just fuck. fucking ignore her. She's always doing the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> Just picturing this, this woman with like just the most confused expression on her face, just unable to stop doing the macarena. She's just like, I can't. Will this stop? I don't know what's happening. So, a woman uh, was bitten by a spider in uh, 15th century uh, Apulia, I think, in Italy. And the venom would cause her to convulsively dance. Um, scholars such as Ather... Athanasius. Is that funny? I don't know what that says. What does that say? Athanasius, I think that says. Kircher. I'm sure. Um, accepted. This is funny. Accepted that the sole cure for her bite was to quote, shimmy and have the appropriate music accessible. <laughs> okay. How can we help this poor woman? Well, make sure she's got some banging tunes, number one. <laughs> who's got who's got now 50 lined up, ready to go? No, come on. on. <laughs> 1582, it's like now one. Now one. <laughs> it's, it's just now. That's it. 
<laughs> and it's, it's literally just 20 different versions that's, of green sleeves. That's hilarious. It's, it's just this woman. She's just like been bitten by a spider. And she's like, yeah, so it's quite serious. I've got venom just pumping through my veins. And they're just like, well, if you don't shimmy, you're kind of fucked. So you better start dancing. Sorry. Oh, dear. Right. <laughs> Oh man, look at her dance move. She's amazing where it's her just spasming on the floor. Yeah, this is actually a really good point. Like, what are they considering dancing? It's such a shame that YouTube right. wasn't around in 1582 because I'd like to see what was considered dancing at this point. Because if it's basically just convulsions, that's not dancing. That, that's not what's happening. <laughs> she, she's not laying on the oh, floor having dear. a great time. <laughs> yes, Margaret. Yes, you're fucking killing it. Margaret's moves a killer, literally. <laughs> During the Dancing Plague's peak, one account claims that there was upwards of 15 uh, fatalities a day. By the time the strange epidemic was over, about 100 individuals are said to have perished. However, whether people ultimately dance themselves to death is a topic of some disagreement. Um, as I said, some accounts assert that for a time the plague killed roughly 15 people every day although the sources of the city of Strasbourg at the time of the events did not indicate the number of deaths or even that there were any deaths at all so naturally some who are skeptical of this rather unbelievable story have questioned how exactly people could dance virtually non-stop for weeks on end so with that being said before we get into the myths and the facts of the dancing plague of 1518 Let's take a quick break so we can hear from some other super, super talented people. Amy, what do you think? Yeah, let's take a break. I've, I'm going to develop some theories in the break. Okay. I like the sound of that. I'm very, very much excited to hear about your theories. Um, so until then, we shall see you right back here in just a few moments. Hey guys, this is Hannah. And I'm Amber. And we're That's Not Good, a true crime podcast. Where we talk about everything from true crime, to paranormal, to ghost stories, to weirdness. And we're kind of funny, too. We sure are. Find us on our socials at That's Not Good, a true crime podcast. And wherever you listen to podcasts. Just do it. See you there. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the Carolinas, where serial killers, abductions, and mysterious circumstances are abundant. Join me, Tiffany, and my co-host Sam, two moms, as we cover local true crime cases that will leave you wanting more. Tune in every weekend for our new episodes where we rotate between North Carolina and South Carolina true crime cases. Find us on all major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, and follow us on our social media. We're on Instagram at Cola City Crime, and you can find our Facebook page by searching our name, Cola City Crime. Welcome back, everyone. Did you all have a little jig during the break? Did you all have a little boogie? Well, if you did, we best call a priest for your possessed ass, because you got the demon. The devil is in you. Amy, call the priest. Get some holy water. Oh, I think I need to top up on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, so sorting through what we know to be historical fact and what we know to be hearsay is a crucial first step in determining uh, whether the dancing, play, uh, the dancing uh, pandemic of 1518 is plausible. 
Uh, according to contemporary historians, there is adequate documentation of the phenomenon to support its occurrence. The dancing plague was first discovered by experts thanks to um, historical local records. Here's um, some more bad pronunciations. Prepare yourself. <laughs> One of these is a description from the Opus Paramarum. Param? Paramarum? That's how it's spelt, so I'm going to assume that's how it's pronounced. By the medieval physician, oh, fuck's sake, uh, Paracelsus, who yeah, visited Strasbourg right. eight years after the plague broke out and, and wrote about I should I should really, like, just tell myself, if you say it, if you say it confidently, no one's going to know. Say it with confidence and everyone will believe that you said it correctly. Dance it with confidence and everyone will assume that you're possessed by the devil. That's my motto. <laughs> you, should have been, you should have been there, Amy. You could have been like, dance unconfidently and no one will suspect anything. If you're dancing confidently, people are going to be suspicious. People are going to this be suspicious. This is exactly why people that, you know, have on their walls in their houses that phrase, dance like no one's watching. This is why you don't do that. Because if you do that, People will assume that you're possessed by demons and probably, I don't know, presumably try and kill you. I've got no idea. Or exercise you, I don't know. And not in like the, you know, pumping iron way and the get rid of the demons way. So don't dance like no one's watching. In fact, just don't dance. That's probably safer. Yeah. Just, yeah. People, people of 15, 18, don't dance. You're welcome. <laughs> From stop. Dom and Amy. Just stop. I just had like this vision of me details. going back in time, like hopping in my time machine, going back to 1582, just rocking up with this like massive crowd of 400 people where people are dying all the time and they're dancing and just going, hmm, yeah, interesting. I've come from the future to help you. My, my recommendation is um, just, just, just stop, stop dancing. Have you tried? Have you tried? <laughs> just to stop. Give that a go. See you later. A little bit later on. We're going to get into one of the one of the methods of combating the dancing plague, and it was kind of, in a way, kind of similar to that. But All right. we'll get there. So the events were detailed in a chronicle written by architect uh, Daniel Specklin. Oh, that's an unfortunate surname, um, and is still retained in the city records. It noted that the city council determined that the strange urge to dance was caused by overheated blood in the brain. The council, in a rather mistaken effort uh, to rid the populace of the plague, um, put in a pretty counterintuitive remedy of just keep dancing, um, presumably in the expectation that individuals would eventually tire out. Oh, God, that's funny. Imagine someone's like some big brain in 1518 goes to the council like i know how we can solve the dancing plague i got it guys you're not gonna re are you ready are you holding on like i have you gripped your ass cheeks and i'm about to blow them off right get this the whole remedy for this dancing plague just get them to dance <laughs> just, just tell them to keep dancing maybe it's like reverse psychology maybe if that if they're like hey you guys should dance they'll think that they're not dancing and just stop well like, don't tell me what to do <laughs> You ain't the boss of me. I'll dance if I want to dance. Oh, dear. I, I'm just picturing like a 1518 Lord Farquaad being like, it's fine, guys. Just keep dancing. 
Some of you may die, but that is a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> That's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. I mean, it kind of feels a little bit like the whole, you know, when prohibition was a thing. I mean, I don't know much about prohibition, so if this is completely wrong, then by all means, feel free to correct me. But I'm pretty sure it just got to a point where there was so much like alcohol-related crime that they were just like, fuck it, just let people drink alcohol. It kind of feels like that. It's like, right. hey, these guys just really want to dance and it's causing them problems, so why don't we just tell them to keep dancing? That will fix it. Maybe. I just I just think it's hilarious how, like, I don't know, say they say like the dancing plague has been going on for, I don't know, a month at this point, and they're just like, man, we really don't know how to get these people to stop dancing. And some big brains literally just like, um, just, just tell them to keep dancing. Mad, might try it. Yeah, maybe if oh, we just ignore dear. it, it'll go away. <clears throat> maybe if we don't, just don't give them any attention. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of attention-seeking <laughs> little pricks. If you don't look at them, it'll just stop. <laughs> you can imagine, just, imagine. They're just like, like, right, Mary, we know your game. We're, not, we're just not going to look at you anymore. Like, we, we're, we're tired of this, Mary, honestly. Just, we're, we're, you're just looking for attention at this point, love. We're not giving it to you. I do wonder, like, earlier, I've been thinking about this a lot, right? I mean, I say a lot, you know, in the last kind of 20 minutes since we said it at the start. You know, when we were like, oh, you know, her feet were getting really, really sore where she was dancing so much. Yeah. Like, in my head, I've got this vision of this person that just keeps dancing and dancing and dancing in, like, the same sort of spot. Now, either the ground is going to start wearing out or the person is kind of like a cheese grater. Like eventually the big block of cheese is just going to start disappearing. So I wonder if that would happen with the person. If you just keep dancing in a little circle, eventually you just start getting shorter and then one day you'll just disappear. <laughs> Every day she just, <laughs> she just loses. <laughs> what the fuck happened to Mary's feet? She literally danced them off. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you're healthy, you can Oh like if you don't have a heart attack or like any lung conditions or whatever then just keep going but eventually you'll just start sort of getting gradually shorter and shorter until one day you're just like you've got no legs and you're just like well, a what? you know you just start disappearing that's my theory that's one, what i think one happened day, one day someone's just like going to like the shops going to like the 1518 quarter shop and they just come across mary She's got no legs. She is literally just a torso at this point. She's just on the floor doing the worm because that's all she can do at this point. <laughs> doing some sort of wild break dancing without any legs. <laughs> She's certainly not dancing a jig. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I didn't even consider that. Just a cheese grater. Slowly, Either that. Okay, so it depends. One of the two is going to happen. Like Either the oh. person starts wearing down or they start dancing in a little circle and they eventually sort of just burrow into the center of the earth and then the magma just yeah. destroys them. Yeah. So these are my theories, Dom. This is why just, I'm maybe not a scientist. She just like dances herself down to hell and then the devil's just like, hey, yo, what the fuck? I possessed you <laughs> to dance upstairs. Why are you, why are you down here? The fuck's going on? <laughs> maybe this is what it is. Like... She's she's dancing, but no one noticed the fact that she was holding a sign that just said Australia or bust. And she's just waiting to go all the way through the earth. <laughs> this has gotten really Maybe. like 
comes this, up. This in... is a tangent. I'm really sorry. You can get back to the theories and the, the genuine myths. I, I, no, you know, no it's, I'm just, it's, in my head, I'm trying to justify all this dancing it's and it's not working. She pops up in China. She's just like, oh, fuck. I would just dance some more till I get to Australia. <laughs> yeah, we'll go back the other way. If I start uh, going anti-clockwise, I might uh, end up at home. If I, da- if I dance in a triangular motion, I might get there. <laughs> oh, we have fun. Uh, the council provided guild halls for the people to dance in, hired musicians to play the music, and according to some sources, paid strong men to raise the exhausted bodies of the dancers as they spun around to keep them upright for as long as possible. <laughs> Hang on a minute. T- Hang on. Sorry. 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 This so this is a plague, right? <laughs> This is a plague. This is bad. This is definitely not something you want to happen to. So far, all I'm hearing is that these people start dancing, which is fun. Generally, it's considered a fun activity to have a bit of a dance. They start dancing. They get taken to a nice hall where there's fun music and they get to dance to it. And then when they collapse, some hunky dude comes and picks them up. I'm sorry. What's the fucking downside here? I'm confused. (laughs) <laughs> it sounds great. Oh, what a time! What a t- uh, just the mental images that I'm that I'm picturing at the moment. Oh, what a, just cracking me up. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm ready to pass out in uh, a dance hall. Bring on the strongmen! I'm I'm ready. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, this didn't help. <laughs> Shocker! Shocker! Um, and the council, <laughs> right? I'm so surprised. That getting guild halls for people to dance in and hiring musicians didn't help the dancing plague. Mental. <laughs> Colour me flabbergasted. <laughs> so, as I said, once it became clear that the strategy was not working, the council would use the exact opposite of this earlier strategy um, once it became evident that the dancing uh, wouldn't cease. They came to the conclusion that those who were Infected had been consumed by <laughs> consumed by divine fury. So they imposed penance on the town along with a prohibition on music and dancing in public because of the divine fury. Wait, what? Okay. So, <laughs> right. I'm so confused. So the people that are dancing are the victims of divine fury and therefore the other people in the town aren't allowed to, aren't allowed to listen to music anymore. That's how I'm getting this. Apparently. Well, that makes sense. Which is just unfair. Thanks, God. (laughs) You know, Bartholomew's like, oh, for for fuck's sake, Doris. I really wanted to listen to music because (laughs) you've been overcome by divine fury. Now I can't. Yeah. I'm now furious. This is counterproductive. (laughs) Um, The delirious dancers were eventually brought to a St. Vitus shrine in a cave on the hills in the neighbouring town of Severn, according to city records. There, the dancers were led about with a wooden statue of uh, the saint after having their bloodied feet put into scarlet shoes. So all of that was just fucking insanity. <laughs> that whole that whole thing was just fucking ridiculous. Uh, I'm not going to lie. So far, I'm still wondering... <laughs> what the downside is. I mean, obviously, other than the death, which would eventually happen if you dance for that long, I assume. Like, so far, all I'm hearing is that you get to go clubbing, you get people pick you up when you're too tired, and apparently, you also now get new shoes. 
So, and I'm not going to lie, red's my colour. So sign me up for this plague because I'm I'm ready. <laughs> and you even get you even get to go and chill in a cave to top it. With caves? Who doesn't love caves? <laughs> we could have a cave rave. It'd be great. It's, oh, it sounds dear. wonderful. But, uh, I it... mean, it probably isn't. No one wants like bloody stumps for feet, but <laughs> there are worse plagues. Got, uh, There's definitely old, worse old plagues. That is true. Um, just spare a thought. Spare a thought for old Mary, who's got no legs because she's grated herself to the fucking floor. Oh, she's like a block <laughs> of fucking parmesan in an Italian restaurant. She's just <laughs> gradually getting smaller. Um, but yeah, that was that whole section was just wild. Don't you love? Don't you love the time before you know science? <laughs> but as quickly as it started, the dancing would finally come to an abrupt end uh, and what caused the outbreak of people moving and grooving for all hours ha- in the first place has remained mysterious 500 years later historians are still perplexed about the causes of the 1518 dancing plague uh, various contemporary theories exist but one contends that the dancers experienced the effects of ergot which is a psychoactive mold that thrives on damp rice stalks and can produce a substance comparable to LSD. Fun facts with Dom and Amy. What did I say? Drugs. <laughs> it's always drugs. <laughs> always drugs. Don't do drugs, kid. Don't take drugs, kids. Tank, come back to hear drugs. that message. <laughs> Hello, Tank. Tank, don't do drugs. Tank, listen, listen to your favourite podcast hosts. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. You'll dance yourself you still into in- it. We still need Into to get a cheese grater situation. <laughs> uh, we still need to get a picture of him with headphones on and him listening to the podcast. We do. He does like listening to the podcast. I've not mentioned this before, I don't think, during an episode. But when I go out sometimes and I'm going to be out for a little while, I'll put the podcast on so he can hear our voices. And he quite oh. likes it. It's really cute. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, bless him. He's our biggest fan. Well, he's not our biggest, he's tiny. But yeah. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) It's all right. You're here all week. (laughs) But um... (laughs) I'm... So, uh, ergotism, which some claim was the cause of the Salem witch trials, fun fact, has been linked to delusions and spasms. But it has also, but it also has other symptoms like a severe drop in blood flow, which obviously would make it kind of difficult to dance as vigorously as the people did, especially for weeks on end. Um, the dancing epidemic, according to a different notion put forth by historian John Waller, was merely a sign of widespread medieval hysteria, where we heard widespread hysteria before the Hammersmith ghost uh, comes to mind. Spring-heeled Jack also comes to mind. Yeah, I want to be the person that was like that. Yeah. But the two things that I said were drugs and mass hysteria. And so far, those are the two theories that I'm hearing. So case fucking closed. They should have um, they, they should have asked me. I, I... Granted, I wasn't alive and wouldn't be for, you know, 400 years. But <laughs> they could have given me a call when the time came. Um... When you were like, I don't want to say I told you so, but I did say that it was drugs and mass hysteria. I don't know why, 
But as soon as you said mass, I was like, she's going to say drugs and masturbation. I mean, maybe. <laughs> like, that is also a, you know, a possibility. Maybe. It was just, <laughs> it might have it just, just done masturbation. Everyone too was just... big of a wank. <laughs> they angered God by touching them, touching their penises and their, uh, their lady parts. Their penises and their lady oh, parts. Dear. Oh my God, Dom. You're, you're allowed to say the word ladies. vagina. It's okay. We all know what it is. It's all right. I know. I know. The majority of us came out of one. My innocent self. <laughs> so in an epidemic pattern, uh, the behavior spreads quickly and uh, widely. Due to the brutal years that the people of uh, Alsace were going through, even by the harsh standards of the early modern period, this type of behavior may have been brought on by high levels of psychological stress. Um, since the area where the people died was... Uh, people died? I mean, they did die. I was supposed to say danced. They did die, but they also danced. Uh, was rife with poverty and sickness, and the locals tended to be superstitious. <laughs> um, Waller hypothesizes that the dancing was stress-induced insanity on a large scale. In the same area during the Middle Ages, there were seven other cases of the dancing plague. Uh, sociologist Robert Bartholomew, I love that surname and I don't know why, it's such an old-timey surname. It's very fancy, it's very fancy. Doesn't sound like the sort of man that's researching a dancing plague. He should be researching a much more serious plague. Where were you when the Black Plague were? Where were you on the Black Plague? Bartholomew, huh? Why are you covering the dancing? Yeah, saw that one yeah. out. <laughs> uh, so, so yes, uh, Robert Bartholomew claims that during these epidemics, dancers may, you'll love this one, Amy, parade around naked, make lewd gestures, engage in public fornication, or behave like farm animals. Dancers would even act violently if spectators didn't join in. I'm not saying anything. Because I know what you want to happen. You you want me to make what? some sort of lewd joke. Let's not beat around the bush, pun intended. Let's not beat around the bush and pretend like I'm not the one that makes innuendos on this podcast. All right, I know what I'm here to do. It's not my official job title, but <laughs> I do it a lot. So when you line up a sentence like people danced around naked, and encourage spectators to do the same, I'm obviously going to bite, and I'm obviously going to say something about, you know, <laughs> people having their winkies on display. But this time, I'm not going to let you, because you've set me up for it, and that's not fun. I like to surprise you with my innuendo. I don't like to be, you know, led into it. You're my trying winkies. to lead me to the rave cave, and I'm not going, Dom. I'm not going. They're winkies out. I don't know why that tickled me so much. <laughs> it just sounds nicer than, you know, dicks. Got their fucking dicks out, mate. That's, that's what was happening. Well, their bollocks um, out. Where was I? Bollocks is very British, isn't bollocks it? That's... It is. It's extremely yeah. British. Um, got their cock and balls out. That's what their they did. and bollocks. And also vaginas, obviously, that there were fannies too. And fannies. Yeah, that's true. And fannies, yeah. The dancing plague was all-inclusive didn't matter what you had between your legs you were dancing you were swinging it you were swinging it um 
All of these instances of dancing frenzy originated in the Rhine region villages where St. Vitus legends were most pre uh, prevalent. Uh, Wallace cited Erica Bourguignon's environment of belief theory, which contends that supposed spirit possessions typically take place in environments where supernatural concepts are taken seriously. Uh, Waller would state in The Guardian, quote, if the dancing mania really was a case of mass psychogenic illness, we can also see why it engulfed so many people. Few acts could have been more conducive to triggering an all-out psychic epidemic than the councillor's decision to corral the dancers into the most public parts of the city. If Waller's notion of a widespread psychological ailment does ring true, it is a prime and stark illustration of how the human mind and the human body can work in tandem to produce scenes of abject chaos. And that's the Dancing Plague of 1518. What that is a crazy. wild, wild case. <laughs> Do you think that's what happens insane. in flash mobs? Like, I wonder how many flash mobs weren't actually <laughs> planned. It's just that someone starts dancing and everyone else is like, well, you know, he's doing it. Well, quite often, like, quite often you, if someone does something, people feel compelled to join in. Like, if one person, like, if, like, especially if someone wants to do something, but they're a bit unsure, if they see someone else do it first, then they'll more, you know, there's a good chance that they will join in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... I do wonder if this was maybe one or two people that were affected by, I don't know, a drug or, and then a lot of other people seeing the attention that those people were getting and maybe jumping on the bandwagon. And there's not a lot to do in 1582. Yeah. You can't just, you know, hop on TikTok and no, fall into not. a TikTok hole for a few hours. Like someone dancing themselves yeah. into an early grave is actually pretty big news. And, you know, they're going to be quite a popular person. So... Maybe people wanted a bit of attention and thought it looked a bit fun. I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? It's very weird. No, that's... Very strange. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it was the devil. Obviously, it was the devil. Obviously. No other way about it. Um, obviously, it was the demons or the divine judgment. Um, like, mass hysteria is probably a theory that stands up quite well, I would say. But yeah, it's it's... Yeah, so it's a rather fascinating case. Um, pretty fucking wild. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty wild indeed. Pretty wild. Um, but we hope that you enjoyed the first of these bonus episodes that we're going to be giving giving you guys. I thought this one was a good a good one to start with. I think it was a good case to to start bonus episodes with. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. But yeah, it was it was a lighter one. I thought after the last three episodes. We might need a bit of a palate cleanser, not going to lie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was nice knowing that there were corpses in this story that didn't fuck. Yeah, definitely. But as always, guys, if you enjoy what we do here at Horror House, please don't forget to give us a rating and a review. You can rate on Spotify. You can review on a uh, rating review on Apple Podcasts and the website. Um, recommend us to your friends, to your family. To anyone who will listen, if you see someone dancing in the street, tell them to listen to Horror House. And also follow us on Instagram at horrorhouse underscore pod and on your podcast app of choice. Amy, would you like to see us out for this one? I'd love to see us out. Um, thank you so much for listening. And 
hopefully think of us next time you're you're having a bit of a boogie and don't forget that all good boogies must come to an end at some point hopefully not with your death till next time stay spooky stay spooky